Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has some big decisions ahead of him. This week, state lawmakers passed some significant pieces of legislation that await his signature, like ethics reforms and new political maps. Looking further into the future, the first-term Democrat still hasn't announced whether he's running for re-election next year. WBEZ state political reporter Dave McKinney sat down with Pritzker yesterday to talk policy, politics, and pandemic burnout. The spring legislative session still has some big unfinished business. What's your take on what Democrats passed and are sending your way? Well, the first big thing that got passed was a balanced budget. That's a big deal. You know, think about nine months ago and where we were in the pandemic and the challenge to our fiscal situation in the state, the fact that we had to go to the federal government to borrow money to make sure that we could pay our bills. And now nine months later, we have an actual balanced budget that did not rely upon federal money. So those are huge accomplishments from a fiscal perspective. We also increased education funding. We expanded the cannabis industry in our state. We passed Juneteenth as a holiday for our state. We have new ethics legislation, uh, increased child care assistance, increased assistance for college scholarships. A lot got done in this session, and I'm very, very proud of the General Assembly's work. You know, Governor, I mean, I'm going to come back in this interview and touch on some of those things. But first, I mean, this has been the first spring since 1983 when Mike Madigan wasn't running things in the House. I mean, from where you sit, aside from some new faces in power, how has the session been different without him? Well, I want to say that the new Speaker of the House has done just a terrific job. Uh, he's a different personality. I think people can see that. Uh, you know, he's he's friendly. He's outgoing. He's somebody who's willing to talk to anybody. It's very hard to come in as a new Speaker of the House after someone's been in charge for 40 years and had their own method. Uh, this new Speaker has his own style. Um, I think he did a terrific job under very difficult circumstances. And, yeah, I think he found his sea legs. You know, I mean, speaking of Madigan, I mean, he left office under the cloud of the Commonwealth Edison bribery scandal, and that's prompted yet another round of ethics reforms. And you mentioned those just a moment ago that are on their way to your desk or soon will be. But yet again, every government watchdog group out there says that they don't go far enough. I mean, do you agree with that? I agree that there are provisions here that should have gone farther. Uh, I wanted to see a, a tougher revolving door provision, for example. Uh, but there was progress made here. Uh, the statements of economic interest are uh, more robust. Uh, we had consultants now are required to register as lobbyists because, honestly, they really were lobbyists. Uh, you can't solve everything all at once. And so we'll be back at the table making sure that we get the all of the provisions ultimately uh, that we want. And I, that's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of negotiating. It may even take new people in the General Assembly over the next several years to help us get there. Comet's corporate parent, Exelon, is looking for a big bailout of their nuclear plants. And that's part of the green energy deal that, that you've promoted. But now we've learned the future of a Southern Illinois coal plant has at least temporarily scuttled this deal. I mean, now what? We're trying to get the best bill we can and to make sure that we're protecting ratepayers. We did not let the utility companies write this legislation. You know and I know that people who believe significantly in fighting climate change were really at the forefront here and that we need to preserve our nuclear fleet and the jobs associated with that because that's good for Illinois. And, you know, these things are compromised. Nothing is perfect. But I think all of this landed in a decent place.
To, to switch gears again, uh, there's a bill to eventually give Chicago its first ever fully elected school board by 2027. That still has to pass the Illinois House. But Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she wants to reopen negotiations. Where are you at? Do you think that this needs more negotiation or are you satisfied with what passed the Senate? Well, I've said all along when I was a candidate and when I became governor that I'm in favor of an elected school board. I've also said that I thought it was reasonable to have a negotiation and perhaps to reach a compromise that the mayor put her ideas out. Uh, they did do some negotiating. And, you know, the bill that's resulted is uh, a compromise of sorts. It's not one that uh, the mayor is happy with. Uh, I don't know what the House ultimately will do with that legislation. But like I said, I'm in favor of an elected school board. We're on the verge of fully reopening the state as COVID-19 vaccination rates and cases are improving. Uh, Republicans, though, in Illinois have condemned your handling of the pandemic. They point to the deadly outbreak at the LaSalle Veterans Home, problems with people getting unemployment benefits. And they say that, uh, you know, that, that there has been insensitivity your administration has shown towards small businesses. So I, I guess which of these narratives is really closest to the truth? Well, these are Republican talking points. Um, the fact is that this was a, an awful pandemic. This it took 23,000 lives in the state of Illinois, 600,000 people across the, the country, millions across the world. Uh, but I, I'm very I'm proud of the work that our administration did. Are there things that I could look back and say, well, gee, if I knew then what I know now, might I have made a different decision here or there? Maybe so. But look, this was a novel coronavirus. I acted on the information I had at the time. And I think that Overall, Illinois was a, a huge success in a very, very tough situation. Finally, uh, we're at the midway point of your governorship. Uh, you've recently dropped $35 million of, of your own uh, money into your campaign fund. And with the pandemic seeming under control and the session mostly finished, can you give us an idea about your plans for reelection? And when will you announce as a candidate in 2022? So I appreciate the question, and I wish I could give you an answer today. But you know, this has been a you know a, a challenging uh, you know year and a half, uh, and uh, I love the job. There's no doubt, I love the job. Uh, but I, it's a serious decision to make, and so I'll let you know. I promise as soon as I can, and 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 I think relatively shortly what my decision is. Are you feeling any burnout at all? You know, I, I love the job so much that I get up every day, you know, thinking like, what more can I do for the people of Illinois to lift up working families in particular? And that's not a political statement. It's genuinely how I feel that that excites me. But I, I, I do I do like the work that I do an awful lot. So I'm not burned out. That was Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker talking with WBEZ's Dave McKinney. You can read more from the interview at WBEZ.org.